0: You make me wanna So kick my heels up and So do my hands up Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 250, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. It's me, back again. We got, we're actually going on a Monday because the Hornets decided to lose on Sunday, so they have the play-in game on Tuesday, and since we wanted, we've been talking about doing a, a Hornets reaction video watch party, uh, similar to our Panther ones, I asked the guest, he was more than willing and flexible to, to jump to Monday, so here we are. Duvall, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. I can't complain. Uh... I appreciate you having me on on a Monday, um, but uh, if you're looking for me, it's Rod versus Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram.
0: Yeah, and Duvall came in clutch, had the Indiana Pacers jersey, because I have yeah. not completed my NBA jersey collection like my NFL one, so luckily Duvall had a Reggie Miller, so we'll have that hanging behind us with a Kimber Walker for tomorrow to add a little production value to it, so that was good. Jeeves, man, how you doing?
2: I'm doing good, doing good, just getting off work. Ain't had dinner yet, but I'm here. <laughs>
0: You ain't got you a beer and drink or nothing, G's, for dinner?
2: Nah, man. I, I got home, and I like had, I had to
1: hop on real quick. <laughs> I so,
0: feel you. I feel you.
1: But if you're looking for so me, So you're cutting into G's food time. That's what he's saying. He's <laughs> just throwing <laughs> that. Nah, man. Yeah. I got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But if you're looking for me, it's G's1988 on Instagram and Twitter.
0: All right. And for me, JRL Nation, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, the Bears Watch Podcast, and then our podcast is on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, so subscribe, 5 Star, all that good stuff. And then, as I just talked about, with our uh, reaction videos, we are on YouTube, they see me rolling. Now we'll do our first Hornets one tomorrow. We've got Panthers, we got Beerio Carts, we've got all that uh, Brewer Reviews, all that good stuff. So subscribe to that YouTube and have some good laughs. And if you ever come over, you'll get put on the Beerio Carts. Duval had a good little, we got our butts whipped this past Saturday night by Gerianna. You know, yeah. I I told her it was a little bit. We was letting her off easy because she had some water since she was pregnant. But you know, I just yeah. I left it at that. I said, oh, it's okay. You can stack some wins up. No worries. But uh, and and we'll be all right though. We'll come back Saturday yeah. for this one, and we'll, we'll stack a couple more. So, all right for our guest, a couple. I want to say two months ago, uh, the guy's wife was on, who Stephanie, who I had known, Duval knew, Jeeves knew from Hopewell. And then I went to USCG, she was at USCG, she was on a couple months ago, and the whole time she, we ended up talking about her husband multiple times and his job and his workout stuff and his, all that good stuff, so I figured, well, let's just go ahead and get him to jump on one, so Chaz, man, how you doing?
3: Hey, I'm good, I appreciate fellas uh, for the invite, I like stuff like that, I'm a sociable person, um, you know, Stephanie I have two kids, uh, four and two. So I like to, you know, talk to adults because I'm talking to the kids all day, making them laugh. With stuff,
0: so. That is a different transition when you go from just dealing with kids and then having to talk to grown-ups. You're like, oh, wait, let me ch- change my voice up. I can use different lingo now. You know what? I just keep the same. Okay.
3: I mean, it's, it's easier like that. You don't have to have split personality.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
3: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so, I mean, that's good. I made, I made the mistake when she was telling us what you do. You're a U.S. Marshal, correct?
3: Deputy U.S. Marshal. Deputy U.S. Marshal. Yeah, U.S. Marshal is yeah, actually appointed by the president.
0: Okay. So, Deputy yeah. U.S. Marshal, and I made the mistake of saying, I got it confused with the Air Marshal, and she said she did as well the first time when you started working, asking you about flying on the planes and stuff, and you were like, no, that's not me. That's the other, that's the Air Marshals. <laughs> right. So, kind of break down how you got into that.
3: Um. So, first of all, you always want to say W.S. Marshall, rather Air Marshal because W.S. Marshall gets you more ass than an Air Marshal. Oh, <laughs> okay, oh, okay, that's okay. good. Okay. That's the reason why no. is because U.S. Um, Marshall has two movies. You know, they have The Fusions with yep. Lee Jones and then U.S. Marshall with um, Wesley Snipes. Okay. Air marshals doesn't really have a movie like that, so that's why <laughs> you get more ass than Okay. I think
0: right, they, so, when I Googled the uh, air marshal the only thing that popped up was that bridesmaids clip i don't know if y'all have seen bridesmaids where she's on the she's she's like tripping balls and she's just trying to find the us marshal on the plane so there could be your only part is like it's just a side piece not even a real movie about him so yeah. Right,
3: and you see how everybody said no, they didn't see that movie.
0: Exactly. That's true. <laughs>
1: but I've seen right. U.S. Marshal because when she told me, I was like, "Oh, so he Tommy Lee Jones out here?" Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so um, how I got into it, honestly, it's a it's a blessing. That's a blessing. I'm not even supposed to be in this position. Um, I'm still amazed that um, I do what I do now. So I got it because it was a co-op internship. At the career center at North Carolina Central University. Okay. So this is how it all started. Good story. Um, I got a, a a fresh haircut and I had um, a nice suit on and I wanted everybody to see it near the campus. So you know, you go to your first two classes and then you, you might be done for the day. Yeah. So you, you go to the cafeteria, you let everybody see in your outfit, but you like, man, I'm not wasting this shit, and then going back to the dorm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to like the criminal justice department. I'm like, oh, you got some presenters going on. I'm going to class not, that's not even my class. I just need everybody to see. So um, they had like a guest speaker. I didn't know who he was. So I'm walking into the auditorium, and they're passing out uh, folders with different flyers in. So I'm sitting down. And he was boring as hell, monotone voice, wasn't excited. <laughs> And I saw something that said co-op internship. I don't even know what co-op meant. <laughs> and it's saw an internship, and it said paid internship. go yes. you to know, the Career Center. Yes. So I went out. Yeah. I, I left. I went straight there, and I said, hey, I see something about a paid internship, U.S. Marshals. Never even heard of U.S. Marshals before at that time. Um, so the lady from the Career Center, older lady, and she said, oh, my goodness, I'm so glad that you came in here. You're the only student that has came in here for this internship. And the last day to submit the application is today. Okay. And I was like, okay. So she said, let me help you fill it out. I'm like, okay, filling so out. I said, okay, so what do I have to do? She said, you got to complete um, 840 hours before you graduate. You have to be in good standing. You have to have at least a 3.4, blah, 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 blah. And then she said, a fit test every month and you have to pass it. I'm like, I work out. That's straight. So she said, I said, what's the fit test consist of? She said, a uh, certain amount of push-ups in a minute, certain amount of steps in a minute, and a mile and a half in 12 minutes and 18 seconds. I said, no, I'm good. So I said, no, I'm <laughs> <"No, baby."> good. <laughs> because, you know, I, I, you know, nobody runs unless you, like on a track team, basketball team, I'm just going to go on a track and run. So, again, I said, no, I'm good. No, no, thank you. She said, please, please, even if you don't want to do it, let's just submit the application because I don't want to not send in any names to go in and I want to keep the relationship with the U.S. Marshall. So because she was old, I'm a nice guy. I said, okay, you can help me fill this out and send it off. So she helped me fill it, send it off. I went straight to the student union, submitted the application, went back to my dorm room, and then I started YouTubing U.S. Marshals. I'm like, what the hell is a U.S. Marshal?" And then they had all these cool videos, vests, guns kicking down the door, some music in the background at the end of the video said ninety to to $100,000 a year. I said, "Thank you, Lord Jesus," <laughs> 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 and that's how I got in.
0: Okay, so you, so they, yeah. how long was that? Did they actually like reach out to you after you submitted the application?
3: Um, so you know anything like with the federal government, it's like um, long. You don't hear anything. They actually lost all my personal information too. <laughs> so all the social security numbers and everything, they lost it, and so they gave me like a year all paid like um, financial security where if somebody tries to use your your information, they'll screen it and then send them an alert and I'll be notified. But it, it, took, it took like, uh, I applied my junior year and it didn't get approved until my last semester of my senior year. And oh, wow. remember I had a complete 840 hours. So I'm like, dude, semester started in January Come on, so (laughs) during that time, I had to work through my spring break just to make up the hour. Yeah. Wow.
0: So what what did consist of this internship? What'd you do?
3: It was boring as hell, and I almost (laughs) lost the internship, too. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the meat and potatoes of a deputy U.S. marshal, you're basically a bailiff in court. Okay. So you go to the jail, pick up um, the defendants. Some people call them inmates. They call them defendants. Um, bring them to the courthouse, and then all day you're just bringing them to court and you're sitting down in there. So whether it's a trial, initial appearance, a detention hearing, and just like you could think of your most boring-ass class in school, <laughs> same thing, but you're in a courtroom. But you can't get on your phone, there's nobody to talk to and making jokes, and you have to stay awake the whole time. Ooh, so you're doing up. that all day, every day. So as an intern, they expect you to sit there and stay awake. So you're like nineteen, twenty 20 years old. And you barely get any sleep. You don't know the time management. And I was falling asleep every day to the point, again, where they almost, you know, fired me. So I had to get myself together. And I was also an RA during that time. So um, I'm barely highly motivated, though. So what I was doing was I would get up. And my school was in Durham. The internship was in Raleigh. So that was about a 45-minute drive. So I had to, you know, wake up at, like, 5-something, get dressed, drive to Raleigh. I'll be there you know, for eight, nine hours. After that, I did CrossFit training. When it, cr- Nobody knew about CrossFit training because yeah. I wanted to prepare for the academy if I went. Yeah. So I would drive another 30 minutes to a CrossFit facility. I would be there for an hour. Then I would get um, in my car, drive to uh, my school, do R- my RA desk, and then uh, go to my room. I still had to take a shower, get my clothes ready for the next day, iron. And then, since I was an RA in a freshman dorm, they're freaking yelling oh, and yeah. screaming, oh, yeah. you know, all night. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was, like, tired for the most part, too. Hell, yeah.
0: So how did c- – complete that many hours, and it seemed like a semester, was that – I mean, was that five – that was in five days a week, sometimes weekends, or was it just longer days?
3: No, so you only do um, when the courthouse is
0: open. So the federal okay. courthouse is only open Monday through Friday. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so from the time they
3: approved it um, – they contacted me, they said, when do you want to start? It was maybe say it was a Thursday. Hey, I want to start the next day. Yeah. And I was able to make up the time. And to be honest, I think at the end, it's not they was really calculating the time like yeah. that. So if you're a good person, they like you, they're gonna mark it down. Yeah. So I, I don't even know if I made the hours or not, but at the end I was able to turn everything around and get to the point where they like me. Because my thing is, whether you're at a new job or you're doing an internship. The goal is how do I get everybody to like me? Yeah. So, you know, I, once I figured that out and uh, played a little office game, yeah, I decided, uh, you know, how to maneuver. So let me tell you this story. So this is how I got everybody on my side after, you know, they were like on this other intern. She went to NC State. So <laughs> she was smart. She had, like, 10, 15 different highlighters, highlighted everything. They gave her a, a, a
0: sign she knocked it out. She was, like, 4.0 genius, right? Yeah. I'm like, damn, how would I do
3: her? This this chick is smart. So all the deputy U.S. Marshall, they had cubicles at their desk, and they had, like, just paraphernalia, you know, pictures of your family and stuff like that. So one deputy, he had soccer paraphernalia all on his, like, cubicle. So let's just say it was DC United. I don't know shit about soccer. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know DC United. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just made that up because I'm in DC now. So <laughs> I put it in my phone. I said, hey, DC United. Um, and so I went back to my dorm and did my homework. So I Googled their record, who's their 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 top player, the record last year versus this year. It's all a game. So I use that to my advantage. So the next day, oh, whenever they had a game, I didn't watch the game, but I watched the highlights on Sports Center. Yeah. So that way I can act like I watched the game so the deputy Mike ran to Mike hey Mike did you see the game last night he's like what game are you talking about I said <laughs> D-C he said you like DC United I said of course I like DC United <laughs> <laughs> playing field playing yeah. the game yeah exactly so I did I told him everything that I saw in the highlights and then every, all the homework that I, I found on Google and then I was his ace so when the deputy US Marshals went off to lunch and usually left the interns, they lean up the door and they was like, Hey, hey uh, Chaz, um, you wanna come with us? And I'm like, Yes. I was like, Well, I want to, but I got this work, I gotta enter um, this process into the database. He took my paperwork, gave it to the girl, said, Let's go. Ah. Oh well no. oh, yeah, you good then. Yeah, you good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn okay <laughs> so hell yeah so, so
1: I got a question for you so I know you spoke to how you kind of felt like you it was a blessing for you to be where you are prior to that what was your I guess career goal because I know you junior senior year you know I you know you're trying to figure things out but what was really your goal and then you know I know you've kind of been a U.S. deputy U.S. marshal for so long now you yeah. know I'm sure you love what you do now but what was your goal prior to that
3: so before that, I want to do marketing and advertising because I love talking to people. I like talking to somebody and you say, "Hey, I don't want to buy this drink," and they convince you, "Hey, you should buy this drink because at ABCD, right?" Yeah. yeah. That whole route changed once the police kept fucking with me, and I was like, "Hell no, I can't do marketing and advertising. I got to do something
4: else."
3: <laughs> so um, there was like several times, like I got kicked out of a mall um, because I was loitering. How do you loiter inside the mall doing mall hours, yeah. right? me in a group and said, do you want to do this the easy way or hard way? Oh, so, Yeah, so when you talk to like young kids, whether they be white, black, Hispanic, they're not really mature when they're 15, 16 years old. Yeah. That's why they have all these shootings, they run away from police, they fight police, or they're trying to um, impress their friends and say, hey, or the, the famous, I know my rights, right? Yeah. 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 I've never been that stupid. I'm yeah. like, no problem, I'm going to leave. Right? Yeah. <laughs> In this, in this uh, example, I walked outside the mall and I'm in a freezing cold, I didn't drive, I'm like 15 years old, I didn't even have a car. Um, but then they all came outside the mall, a group of them, and said, I thought I told you to leave the mall. I'm like, dude, this, this is like the twilight zone. I'm, I'm outside in February, I'm like, I am. They're like, no, you have to be a certain mileage. So what are they doing? They're poking, poking, poking. Oh, the other time I got pulled over, leaving the gym... New Year's Eve about to spend time with my family and a police officer pulled me over for apparently rolling a stop sign Hmm. but before she told me that um, why she was pulling me over as soon as she pulled me over she stepped out the car and automatically um, took out her gun and pointed at me before she even said anything Damn! like straight when I'm coming out uh, rolling down the window and then she said do you have any drugs
0: um, in the car and I said because I'm like, I thought you were supposed to ask me for license and registration.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> and she said, You answered that kind of slow. And then she went back to her car, called for backup, and like four or five additional police officers showed up, took me out of the car, patted me down, searched my vehicle, and everything. So that's why I changed from marketing and advertising to criminal justice. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do in criminal justice. It could have been a probation officer, it could have been working in the courthouse, it could have been a, a local law enforcement in Durham. Um, because, you know, at that time when you're in college, they could tell you making $20,000 in your in your money like $20,000 a day. That's yeah. a lot of money. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have took any job that somebody offered me. But that's why I said it was a blessing because that that came in. And because it's a blessing, I don't never take advantage of it. So um, I talk to universities. I talk to uh, anybody I can talk to students or whatever and tell them, hey, this is how you get an internship. This is what you need to do once you're at the internship, and then this is when you need to apply for jobs because you'll have somebody that says, "Hey, I want to be in criminal justice, right? I want to take criminal justice. I want to do law enforcement." But they're working at Chick Fil A, and I'm telling them when somebody looks at your your resume, they're going to look and say, "Where are you working at?" And if you say retail or fast food, they're going to look at you. You're not serious. Yeah. So when everybody says, "Hey, I'm looking for the two E's: education, experience." They're saying, I'm getting my education now. How am I going to get my experience if I'm in school? You get your experience through your part-time job. So get something under the criminal justice umbrella. And I tell them you can even be a damn mall cop. You can drive the security <laughs> cars around the mall, listen to radio, and if somebody's breaking in the car in the parking lot, you can call the real police and say, hey, somebody breaking the car. But you can put that down on your resume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, there you
2: go. Okay. Yeah.
0: So no, no Paul Blart mall cop, though. You, you want him to be a little more serious than that.
3: Hey, on the resume, they don't know if you're serious or
0: not. (laughs) So you had that, and then I guess that internship kind of just, once you were done with that, they offered you a job, or did you – because your internship was in Durham, right? Correct. Or or Raleigh, Raleigh. Raleigh. So Mm -hmm. then how did you make the next move?
3: Yeah, so part of the co-op internship agreement is once you pass everything – blind colors, the supervisor of that office signs off on you, you go straight to the next open class. So I graduated in May, and I was in the academy in August. Okay. So so I was 22 years old in a federal law enforcement training academy, looking like a baby because I always had, like, a baby face. I'm 34 years old now, so at 22, I was looking like I was 15. (laughs) And when I was 15, I looked like, you know, a toddler. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, I just started growing this chin here. I cannot grow a beard at all. I can't grow a beard. So.
0: <laughs> it's because you got yeah. two daughters now. That's why the hair's coming in now. You got two daughters to worry oh, about. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's <what> it is. <laughs> so you go up and you do the training up in D.C. Right? Is that where it is? No. So all federal law enforcement training is in
3: Glencoe, Georgia. So everybody okay. except for FBI they go to Georgia. FBI goes to Quantico, Virginia.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: So and how to tell you now? How it's hard. When I went to training, Stephanie joined, like,
0: um, the AKAs that you yeah. were yeah, in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she met somebody and broke up with me while I was at the academy. Oh, oh that's tough. Ooh. Yeah.
3: So that, it was even extra hard. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 that's tough because yeah because you're away in georgia you're around people you don't know i mean was there anybody there you knew from internships or like working in a program or was it all fresh faces
3: all fresh faces that's the majority tough. of people were like you know older third high 30s 40 years old yeah um and then everything was new to me so yeah. it's different from you know a share a guy that's been a sheriff for 20 years and yeah. then this is his break i'm straight i'm like I'm calling my co-worker certain, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody older. Me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty wild. So yeah, so you were the baby face there, but obviously everybody loved you from where at your internship, so you had to feel some kind of good, but I guess that alone feeling would be tough, and you get broken up with. So what was your coping? How'd you get through that? You just decided to focus on a gig and a job?
2: Oh, jacking off. <laughs>
1: I
0: yeah. so, yeah. the only the only
1: They're women had to be the so it's like shit I'm stuck <laughs>
0: right yeah I mean what the only women probably if they were women they probably weren't the ones you were attracted to that was working in that environment right
3: so the thing is when you're in that environment um fives in public are tens there because you're there yep. for so long yep yep oh, yep okay. Yep. Okay. yep yes so the ugliest chick is yes
0: yeah, no, We, I, I've been a part of that, too, where, like, I went and did a fraternity thing, and it's with all dudes for, like, four or five days, and all yeah. of a sudden, you go out to the bar by, like, the last day, and any chick is looking like a, a 12, yeah. but then all of a sudden, once you get back into reality, you see people, you're like, you, you get that head, you shake out that head fog, and you're like, whoa, 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 I'm glad I didn't pull the trigger back then, because that would have been real <laughs> bad. I know what you mean there, man. Because then you even start looking at the dudes like, this dude's not half bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how long were you down there in Georgia? Uh,
3: it was five months. Okay. Ooh. By myself, there ain't no going home. You stayed on base. Wow. They have a score on base and everything.
0: So you were there for five months. It, was that, so you were there, you said August all the way through Christmas, New Year's? Yeah, August to January. August to January, okay. So, so, you, so
3: you didn't even come home for the holidays, nothing. The only time I came home was for uh, New Year's, Christmas and New Year's, I
0: think, and, okay, and that was it. Okay. Yeah. So, Thanksgiving, no. Thanksgiving, wow, that's, yeah. So you you get done with that. How long did it take, I mean, you were, was it just five months and then you were able to move to the next spot?
3: Yeah, so the thing about the Marshalls is that when they give you the offer, say, do you want to go to the academy? They tell you where you're going to go. Okay. Um, but like with the FBI, you go through the whole academy and two weeks before graduation, then they say, this is where you're going to go. Okay. Which that's scary because you go through all that hard processing, they say, you're going to Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. So wow. I already knew that I was going to be uh, where I'm at now.
0: Was there, do they have any rhyme or reason to that? Or like, is there a team behind them? Behind the lines that say, "Okay, these people will work better in this environment or there," or do you think they just draw it out of a hat?
3: I don't know, because that's like a human resource thing. But I, I would just be assuming is that it's easier to get people on board if you can say, "Hey, I have this opportunity," but um, I'm not going to tell you where you're going. And then last two weeks, you already fully in. Yeah. But if you say, "Hey, I have this opportunity," but it's in um, San Diego California and this person say no now you got to call the next person that next person is too much calling around that's yeah. what I would say
0: okay okay yeah. so then they got you up in so how long now you're in you've been in for what almost 10 years
3: 11 years
0: 11 years
3: yeah
0: so is this the spot is what is there a next move
3: um, you know what and I, and I'm, I'm being honest when I say this every move that I made, it wasn't like me saying, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to do that. Every yeah. time that has happened, it has never gone in my favor. I feel you. It's always, that's why I say it's a blessing. Like, God just ends a certain opportunity. It could be in a good way or a bad way. And you think, dang, this is messed up. And then this another door opens. So, um, I've been, it's been going so um, this way so far and it's good. So, I'm just trusting that process. And I just let guys take me wherever. If I'm staying here, if I'm good. If I don't, I know that everything's gonna be okay.
0: So you speak on that. Go back to your personal life. Stephanie broke up with you. You were single. Right. How long were you single? And then when did you finally get her back on that back end?
3: Right. You. That, that's funny. You're like, all right. So don't forget your wife shitted on you.
1: <laughs> 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 Hey you no, brought no, up we like, okay and my next question was like who was
3: the real one they brought back? Was it you or was it her? <laughs> okay. So, um no like I've been on staff hard from the first day I even saw her in the hallway at Hopewell and started line. And you wait, so, when
0: did you graduate? What did you graduate? Um oh five. Okay, so you were two years older than us then? Yeah. Okay. But
3: y'all dated for at least, what, two, three years when she was in high school? I went, when I met her, I was a senior and she was a sophomore. So okay. that's when, and then when I went to, you know, college, we stayed together pretty much the whole time Yeah. And stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, so it, it, it was me. Like, you know, I'm trying to find, well, I'm going to find somebody else, or so I'm going to go <laughs> to the club. Like, I got money now and stuff like that. But, you know, for everybody that's still in college and they graduate, you get the most ass in college. Yeah. Once you're out of college, you're not going to get hardly any
0: unless you pay for. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's very. That's. I mean, we can spend a whole podcast on how easy it is and access-wise in college to get some ass, yeah, please, as opposed please. to getting out. It is a lot harder because you can just show up to a party in college and you can at least fumble your way into somebody at the end of the night. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Or you could be a friend. Or. Um, like a RA, and yeah. then a freshman was like, "Oh man, you the boss." And I'm like, "Yeah, I can get you, you know, your own room." Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, like that. So, um, yeah. So I, you know, did the club route, bar route, and I'm like, "Damn, like I'm really not. They're really not feeling me like this. Like I'm putting my best outfit on. That I just got a cut. I got money too. I'm like, nah, especially in the area because everybody works for the federal government. Okay. So the police or whatever um so that didn't help me any so you know i'll be calling her i'll be like hey did you uh did i leave my jacket over there three years ago <laughs> uh, so yeah it, it was me under basically we got back we connected it was ncaa weekend i was headed to charlotte anyway okay so okay. i am just say hey i'm coming back home or whatever and then um while I'm on my way to Charlotte, let me stop by at UNCG.
0: Yeah,
3: so stop by, and then she's like, "Dang, I forgot how good it was." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we was there together since then.
0: Nice. So they now, sh- now
3: now there's a deeper
0: story to that, but I'm not. I don't know if we have the time, or we have to save it for later.
3: But I was. We were both dating somebody at the time. I think Stephanie might have told you this last time, did she?
0: I don't think she did. I don't did. think she did. She no, must have left this
3: one off that, the cuff. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. So this, this is a crazy story. So the current the girl I was I was dating someone, and she was dating someone, right? So,
4: um, remember I laid it down. Yeah. So when I was breaking up with my current girl to get back
3: with Steph, my current girl tried to, like, kill Stephanie.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Man. And then, you know when people say kill, they just talking about, oh, they was
0: arguing? Yeah. Nah, yeah, I'm talking
3: about kill Stephanie. Like, she's banging on the door for the day. You know? Oh, like, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she told me, she called me and said, hey, meet me at this location. So I'm meeting her and I'm driving. So she basically tried to get me away from my apartment. She still had my key. Stephanie was there and she knew it. So Stephanie... Thank goodness, put the little chain on my apartment door. Yeah. This chick opened the door with the key. Remember, I'm still on the road trying to meet her at this fake location. And she gets in there and the chain stuff. She's like, Stephanie, I just want to talk to you. Oh. And Stephanie wow. like runs in my bedroom. It's like, no, just go, whatever, right? Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's one scene. The other um scene was Stephanie was in the car. This dude, this chick is driving her down like speeding. Going up beside her. I just want to talk to you. They like, speeding, and she's, like, on her bumper and shit like that. Woo! Yeah, I'm blessed. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, man, hey, man, you a blessed man, man. If you got him like this, man, <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and the other chick, she had all her teeth and everything. Like, I, I deal with God, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> and these going to be some stories when you tell your daughters, you're going to be like, hey, how yeah. t- hey, y'all going to be like, hey, listen, your, your dad was the man back in the day, just know that. Right, right.
3: And I'm going to be like, uh, ask your mom how my ex almost killed her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that kind of, you got the U.S., Mar- the deputy marshal thing going on. This is, you could got your little sitcom or something right here. Y'all need to write a book. Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah I, got, uh, I, got story, I got stories for days. I mean, stuff just happens in my life. i, I so, I used to be a, a model, I was in a movie, I've been in commercials, uh, I was in a movie with Marlon Wayans The Sixth Man.
0: Were you I, really? I mean, you yeah. kind of got a little resemblance of yeah, Wayne's you know,
3: Marlon Wayans, Michael B. Jordan, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 What, what did you do in The Sixth Man? You can't just keep these stories. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're a man, like, come on, you can't just speed past that. So, this was I was a ball boy. And this was my part right here. I, this is me with a basketball, and that was it. <laughs> you
0: just turned and smile.
3: Yeah, I just turned and smile. I'm, I'm, the cameras on me for about uh, four and a half seconds, and it goes to the next scene. But like between those breaks, um, I was talking to uh, Marlon. I was talking to like his cousins and stuff like that. And you know how like you see on a sitcom, like Marlon's like high energy and joking. Yeah, he's like that at like regular life. Like really. How'd
0: you end up getting into that? Like, how did you get onto that movie?
3: Basically, you know, you have your mom. She thinks you're so cute. Everybody says, oh, he's so handsome. So, hey, maybe you should do modeling. So she put me, you know, um, there's a model agency coming, and then you show up for your kids, and you show them your profiles or whatever. And then if an agent hires you and they do an interview and they like you, now you're with a... um, a modeling or agent team, and your agent um, hooks you up. So, hey, there's a commercial doing auditions and stuff like that. And they have connections and say, hey, we have this movie. Are you interested? Yeah. And they say yes, and then you just show up. And so that's how it works. Your agent does all the work for you.
0: Nice. Um, what was the pay for that?
3: Um, You know, I was freaking elementary school, so my mom took all the money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you never got to see that money.
3: No, nah, but the thing is, when you on a commercial or you were extra, yeah, um, in elementary school or even in high school, you the man, you a superstar, yeah. So I was in elementary school, and like the teacher would call me in Hollywood and stuff like that. So I felt like I was the man when I really even was
0: <laughs> Yeah. Damn. So going back, you you got all these stories. I'm sure you've got plenty of stories on the job. That have been what would be maybe I know you can only tell probably so much of certain stories, but what would be maybe your craziest day or you know a suspect or something that you had to kind of deal with? You know you can you can change the names up and all that kind of stuff, obviously.
3: Yeah, um, I would. So the first thing that comes to mind is not a crazy story, but it shows um, the different communications between races and ages yeah so um you know you're you're in the hood you make an arrest and you know there was it was a young black male and generally like, I'm, I'm not the only black guy there and um, uh, the guy just like uh, once he gets arrested people want to want something right can mm-hmm. i smoke a cigarette can i call my girl uh, can i call my mom or something like that or hey can you delete All the messages on my phone. I want my girl to have my phone. (laughs) And so this particular dude, he just wanted to call his mom, right? So you're in the hood, right? So if we're communicating or we're in a workplace, we'll say, hey, can I use the phone to call my mom? It's not that simple, right? So he's like um, talking to the white officer. He's like, "Uh, can you fuck with me? He's like, what? what the, he hell fuck with me one time. He fuck with me. <laughs> and the white officer's looking at me like, can you translate what he yeah. said? <laughs> and so I'm like, he, oh. he's asking if you can like do him a favor. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, what do you need? And then he said, hey, I need the phone to call my mom, right? So that's just one thing that's simple, but happens a lot, where I'm the translator in the black
1: view. Oh, my. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So what's been like a, and it may not necessarily be a bad day, but like one that you could speak to that you had to come home. You came home and you was like, Stephanie, you in not bleed this shit." Like, what's one of those? Um, um man. And like I said, it, it could it could be good, it could be bad. It's just one of those. You just
3: like, yo, like, it was one of the days. I think like the the most common one that you know see it could be like a high speed chase. Or you're running after somebody, because that's something you see on the movie. But then when you actually do it, or um, especially in um, just like a Hollywood set. So you make an arrest, and we have, you know, undercover cars. So we, like, drive in, like, uh, trucks or something like that, and then we arrest the guy. You got all these high-rise build- buildings, and people creating signs like, Badass, you're so cool, and put it up against the window. And that's something that you'll see on, on, on movies or whatever. And then, like, you may yeah. shut down a whole street. Like, in my mind, when I'm new, it's just like, okay, we made the arrest. Let's go. Let's let these, you know, people pass so they can get to work or home. Yeah. But, you know, officers, they just be talking about what they're going to do the weekend. And the whole street be shut down. <laughs> waiting on you to leave. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ready no to go.
4: Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, stuff like that. Or, you know, just
3: making arrests an arrest and a. Busy area, like in the middle of, uh, you know, hotel or banking. It's not like we have uniforms, especially, you know, you don't look like an officer. So remember, I came in, in younger 20s. So um, you may dress up like, hey, I'm, I'm a janitor just to see who's in there. And then next thing you know, it's like you press out like a superhero. It's like, I'm the police to make arrests and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and the thing is, like, uh, I've been doing it for so long, so it's not really a big deal for me. So it's hard to, like, say. But generally, those, those are the things. Right? High-speed chasing, um, the area that you conducted in and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Now, I know we always kind of, you know, we keep it lighthearted. We've been cutting. But I know last time when Stephanie was on, it was right – after those the the riots and the break into the
1: capital,
4: the capital
0: the capital the excuse capital. me yeah, yeah.
4: Capital, yeah
0: and she had mentioned you were about to get called up there to help, but then your unit didn't so kind of what was it like that day seeing that on t v and then wor- you know your phone had to be at least blowing up at some point if you were gonna get the call, what's going through your mind, all that kind of stuff, yeah
3: and so. Again, for me, I don't stress out. I don't get excited about stuff. Yeah. So it can be anything. Like people be like freaking out, like someone's having a heart attack, and I'll be like, okay, where's the person at? Like that's just my personality. Yeah. So when I saw that, I didn't freak out. I'm just like, oh, that shit crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, people are calling me. I'm like, yeah, that shit crazy. And so um, at the time. Um, I wasn't directly in the office, and it was like a fast thing, so it was like who was available. Yeah, and had people go out. I um, wasn't inside the office at that time. But um, again, you know, some people are more ready to die than others. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, <laughs> raising their hands too. So,
0: so you were more just waiting to be now, called. Oh yeah, okay, go ahead, Duval.
1: Now, I was gonna say, just kind of speaking on that because you. You are in law enforcement.
0: Oh, Duval, you got people oh, breaking break, of breaking right? in the house. No. Oh,
3: no, he, he he ordered some booty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> right,
1: hey, this my my big package. Like, it ain't
3: eight thirty.
1: Yeah, good Lord, it's still
0: early for all that, Duval. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um, <laughs> like just in terms of like you being in law enforcement. So how does how is that dynamic between you and Stephanie? Just because. To some degree, you put your life on the line each and every day. So, you know, how is that? And, and, you know, you have the kids. You know, how are you able to keep her at ease and you're at ease and all those types of things each and every day?
3: Oh, So, this is what I found out, too, keeping it real with y'all. A lot of people in law enforcement that I've met, they like to go home or go out to bars and with their friends and say everything that they've done. Because they want attention, they want people to say, "Oh man, cool! What'd you do next? What happened next?" And and they like that. Um, and for me, I'm just like, and then they'll be like, "Man, my wife is worried about me because you know I did a run, or the, I was looking for a shooter who shoot shoot um, shot two cops, and so I went over there, blah blah blah." If you don't want your wife or family members to worry, why would you even go home and tell them what
4: happened?
3: <laughs> yeah, that right? sense, yeah, that makes sense, that, man. That makes sense. that makes sense. Yeah, so a lot of them feed for the attention. They love. They're not gonna tell them. They're like, oh man, stressful day. I had to do X, Y, and Z. When I go home, I'm just like, hey, what we eating? What we watching? Yeah. I'm I'm normal. Once I leave work, it's done. Um, unless you know, I have to bring work home and I have to you know work on the computer and further you know the investigation of whatever I'm doing. Other than that, I'm not that person to like just be excited. Now, of course, when you maybe first get on. Is, you know, it's exciting. You may want to tell people. But after a while, um, especially if you're not into yourself, you just don't talk about it and then no one's going to work.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you talked about some of the scenes earlier of like what you would do? When you watch TV shows and stuff, how accurate is it to compare to what it really is on on the job?
3: That's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. it's not accurate <laughs> at all, <Yeah>. basically. <laughs> uh, but just one thing about me, and it's weird, right? People just assume because I'm in law enforcement, because I'm a, like with a federal agency or, or how long I've been with the agency, that um, I love going to the range. I love shooting. I know <laughs> tactical <laughs> knives. I know everything about guns. Nah. Not at all. Uh, so I don't even like watching military movies or shooting, and they're in a different country. I'm like, I want to see a comedy or a horror movie. Like, I want to be like, hey, I need backup with that. I'm just like, I don't even want to watch that. And a lot of people that, especially when I first got on, I didn't relate to them. So even though I work with them, and you know, you're putting away. Um, people that have warrants or stuff like that, like uh, I didn't even find myself relating to them. Therefore, I didn't even talk to them. And the most, a lot of people that were arrested, especially like ATF and stuff like that, um, you know, it'd be for drugs, and they're on parole still from drugs in 1990. And you're like, man, why is this guy still supervised release on parole? It's because they can't follow instructions, so they're constantly violating. Yeah. So it could be like they had a dirty urine. Um, they didn't, uh, pay some fees or they went past curfew. And so when they violate, you know, their terms, then therefore a warrant comes out. So the guys are honestly, from my experiences, a lot of them are not that bad. They just don't follow directions. And it stems from, it could be a marijuana or a crack. And as we know, people, some do illegal things to support themselves or their family or their children. Um, so that's another thing. Like once we put the arrest, um, the cuffs on, and I'm talking to them, I put them in a the car. and be like, "Hey, what do you want to listen to? I got Apple Music, whatever you want, right?" And they're like, "Oh, dang, you, you, you cool." Where some uh, officers can uh, take everything personal, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like because you have a warrant, you're a bad person. Um. Uh, so, yeah.
0: So was that kind of you spoke on earlier? about how you got into law enforcement trying to change what had happened to you. What do you think? Have you started to do that? I know you as one person, it's hard to take on the system because the system is corrupt, it's damaged, it's all kinds of terrible. We're seeing that now with all these cameras that everyone's got in their pockets now. How do you feel like you can, you know, are you making some good strides over there? Or how tough is it to try to, like you said, you're the one guy who seems to be, hey, look, I understand people got problems and they mess up. You know, but there's there's a hundred other people who are just you know officers that are dicks, and we see it day in and day out.
3: Right. It's so from my experience, it's hard to change an adults' mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. However they were raised, whatever they was taught, whatever they may have seen, that's the stigma. you can't change it. Okay. So I'm not gonna put all this energy energy and going back and forth and be like, oh, it's systematic racism. Hey, it's not. You know, it's all races do this or hey. Blah, blah, blah. So what What I do is I focus on uh, the kids and making sure their reaction to certain things um, is in a professional way to keep them safe and then talking to adults that are their parents of these kids or they have kids and say, hey, you need to teach them this. So, for example, I'll even te- uh, talk to fraternities and frats and um, like they have a Kappa Battalion and I'll talk to all the students there. Um, uh, with the Zoom call, you have the, the students and the parents talk to churches and uh, groups of that sort. So I'll tell them this is something simple: is if you get pulled over and it's at night, roll down all your windows and turn on the interior light of your car. So that way, there's no guessing when they shoot that car up and they write the report. Oh well, it was a dark, it was not well lit. Um, he was reaching for something. I couldn't really see. Now the interior light was on the whole time. The windows were rolled down so you saw what was in the back and what was in the front. Then I tell people, go ahead and put like a GoPro camera inside your vehicle so it can record everything. Because if you're reaching for your phone to record, again, it's at night. We do The uh, officer doesn't know what you're reaching for. Or that officer could just be a bad officer and say, hey, you better not record, even though you have the right to do so. Yeah. And that could turn that traffic stop even worse if you're talking about, I know my rights again. Yeah. So if you have a, a camera that you can post up in your car, whether it be the front or the back or both, that can capture everything. Instead of going back and forth, once that ends, now you got something that you can record and all that memory goes straight into your phone, and you can use that for prosecution. So that's all the stuff that I talk to the parents and young students so they're well-equipped to know, hey, I don't need to fight this battle right now. I can fight it later, and this is how I stay safe in doing so.
1: And, and, I, and I think just as a as a black man and has been profiled throughout my life, I think that's just like a great thing that you're doing um, and just continue to do it. Because, I mean, obviously, your family on top of you actually being smart and knowing I need to do the right thing. And just to some degree, if you know personally that you're not doing anything in the wrong, you just comply. You do what you have to do. And you know what doesn't come out in the wash comes out in the rinse. Like it's gonna come out, and it's gonna be, hey, this person was a bad person, or they didn't do this. So, I mean, that's a good thing. And and I never thought about cutting all my lights on. All I do was just hold my shit out the window so you can see it. But now I know, like, hey, I'm gonna cut all my lights on now. But okay,
3: exactly. And then another thing, like I'm the same way when you said, hey, just comply. Yeah. Well, when you're talking to young young kids, you have to be very thorough and articulate of what you're communicating to them. Because if you're just saying comply and this dude says sign this and it mm. states that hey you just committed a robbery. Yeah he just didn't yeah. Comply. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So the more people even like this where I'm communicating that and then other people see that, that's me like doing my job. I'm not gonna go back and forth with somebody that's my age or older in law enforcement. And I expand all this energy. Now I'm stressed out. Now I'm thinking about it. How can he or she not understand this? Nah. I'm going to talk to people that, uh, that are getting stopped and tell them what they need to do. Talking to the newer
2: generation that are coming up. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, what then has been your, like, maybe your most fun job? I know, uh, fun part of the job. I know you spoke on, like, talking to people, and Duvall asked you, like, maybe a bad day, but what's the day you kind of like, oh, this is the good stuff?
3: So, um, I'm a recruiter as well, and I've been a recruiter for a number of years. And so, when I go to these schools, I can pass this message through my recruiting title. So, if I just say, Hey, I just want to go to a school and talk to students um, so uh, they know what to do when a police harass them, they're like, What the hell you got going on? This ain't no dare program. Right? <laughs> In that message of what to do now I'm accomplishing that goal while carrying out the official tasks of my duty wow. um, okay. That's great. Yeah. see even though I play around I'm kind of smart
0: so. yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do, you, do you think that like I know you, you, you spoke on just letting the kind of the, the the path come to you but do you see yourself going more to recruiter or going more out in the field you know or you just kind of as it comes it comes
3: yeah, so I kind of backed off um, from recruiting from what I do now because you know once you've been in any organization, business or whatever, you get more responsibilities. So that's gonna you know pull you away from stuff that you want to do. Yeah. But um, you know even something like this, or I, I still can on my off time because you don't have to always do everything on the clock. So yeah. I'll spend my own time and on the weekends and still get that that stuff out. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 kind of geared away from recruiting, um, but I'm still able to do it. I can push it out because people. Um, I tell this to people all the time. Uh, they'll listen to you more because of your title. Because I can have the same information and just be a researcher, and study it, but nobody's going to hear me. Want to hear me if I'm, you know, a janitor or a UNCG? Yeah. Right. Well yeah. if they say, Oh, you're this, you're that. I could
4: be giving the wrong information. I'm saying, like, yeah, talk to all my people. Yeah. So, you know, again, I use the blessing that I have to get you a know, push out all the information.
3: And I also want to do this now. I think it's important for me to continue to do it the most now because the younger generation don't want to listen to somebody old. But if they feel like they're talking to somebody that's, you know, on their level, they're kind of young, they're funny. Um, like the same type of music they listen to, got some humor into. They're not just uptight, serious with a suit and tie. They'll listen to more. So I want to try to push that as much as I can before I actually look cool. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: So uh, what then, Stephanie joked about, because I had a good chuckle when that, that video y'all did of the workout. Was it your friend who has the video business or the gym? And y'all did like a... Videos like working out or something,
3: yeah. So, um, I set that up and um, actually found the uh, videographer on Instagram. So, I just pushed the hashtag in videographer, yeah, and you'll see different videos. And so, then I just picked up the best videographer and I just DM the person and say, Hey, I'm trying to do this. And again, people that can relate to you and you're a good person, good hearted person they're going to want to work with you more. And this dude didn't even end up charging me. He had to travel from Baltimore just because he liked my personality over the phone. <laughs> and, I, and I'm always trying to um, uplift everybody. So yeah. I said, um, you know, you know, when I post this, I'm going to put your information up. And so that way other people can see it. They can hit you up and then hopefully you get more, more money. And I'm doing this fitness thing for a while. So every time I want to do a video with it by myself With my wife, then you'll be my guy. And because I'm in like in the uh, the bodybuilding, I have a lot of bodybuilder builder uh, builder friends. So if they're trying to do something, I can also put him on. And he was aware of that. So,
0: so yeah. So that's your hobby. You're you got you're into bodybuilding. How did how did you get into that?
3: Um, I have to have a focus (laughs) because once you before kids. Um, your goal after the long week is to go out, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, once you have kids, I mean, you still go out, but in my opinion, especially when you look this good, you don't want to always go out because you um, get in trouble.
0: That's true. So, That's true. You can't get in <laughs> trouble. You can't get in trouble if you don't go out. That's That's true. true. Yes. That is yes. true.
3: Yes. <laughs> nobody can lie on you. Yep. Or, yep. Or anything. So I was like, let me fit a hobby so I can focus on it because. As we all know, especially for men, um, when we get bored, you start doing stupid stuff. You know what I mean? First, it starts with Instagram, you see, like, some booty or whatever. (laughs) Let me just message her and be like, hey, that's a good workout. What's that workout called? Yeah. Y'all start communicating. And then before you know it, she takes a screenshot and send it to your girl. You're like, oh, damn,
0: why did I do that? Yeah. So with the bodybuilding, it takes up, you know, all your focus and time, energy, and um, you have to be dedicated because it's not
3: just, it's different from, hey, I like to work out because now you have to be accurate in everything that you put into your system. Um, so, monitoring all that, preparing your food for the week or the next day, um, going to the gym and say, hey, I need to work on my biceps. I got a small bicep, I got a small back, I need my back bigger or whatever. Now you got to figure out what workouts I need to do to make that muscle group bigger. So that's all you're thinking about, right? So it's food, it's breakouts, um, drinking a gallon of water, each day, man, I gotta make sure I drink it. You're not thinking about anything stupid, i you know, getting anything. And you're not even thinking <laughs> about going out because you need the proper sleep. Because you build muscle actually through your sleep. Okay. Because uh, your muscles expand and grow. So uh, yeah, so I, I, I like that. I like it keeps me centered. Um, and keep me healthy for my family and my kids as well. Um, so, it's my thing.
1: Yeah. So, so I got a question. So, so I, I I don't have kids, and I always tell Jacob like I only want daughters. And as somebody that has two daughters, and I'm very I'm a very competitive person, and, and my driving force whenever I have kids is is just like I was a son, so I know the challenges of being a son, being an athlete, all that kind of stuff. So, what are some of the like the competitive portions and the things about being, you know, being a dad and having two daughters and like, you know, what are the things that you enjoy in that?
3: So there's nothing that I would do differently than say, Hey, if I had a son, I would do this. But since I have a girl, I'm not going to do that. So I me regardless. So if I would say, just do that because if whatever you're doing, if your girl grows up tough, I mean, that, those are benefits. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. So if you say, hey, we're going to go play football or basketball, what's the benefit? Because the, the thing is, and what they remember, whether it's a boy or a girl, is I'm spending time with my dad. My dad likes playing with me. Yeah. So all in all, that's what it comes down to. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the big thing is just spending time and realizing, you know, I always say, you know, the days are long, but the years are short. Like, it's a blink of an eye. They just go. Like, all of a sudden, they're not walking and then they're walking and running around. You're like, damn, what? It just it went so fast. So, the spending yeah. time is just is the big thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it, it's like, um, um, I would never forget this. So my uncle who has a daughter, right? And then kids, they'll ask you the same question over and over again, or just like the his daughter was, he was dropping his daughter up at school, and then she ask for a hug, just like the fifth time. He's like, man, I got to, you know, think of his head. I got to go to work, get your butt in there, right? And so his friend stopped him and said, don't matter if she asks for a hug 10 times or 30 times, always give her a hug because you're going to be at some point where she doesn't ask for a hug anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the type of person to always listen to what people say, whether they're younger than me or older than me, because especially if you're older, you already been through it. Mm-hmm. And so that was... I heard that before I even have any kids, and I still remember that. So she says, "Hey, Daddy, Uppy, can you pick me up?" And this this she's starting to get heavy now.
0: Too. Yep, yep. And like,
3: <laughs> I just got you know done lifting, my back hurt. I'd be like, I'll just make it work. I'll be like, all right, so on the count of three, just jump up with me so I can do it. I will make it work. Yeah. Because I never want her to think that hey, I'm too old to be asking this of my dad. And so that's my road dog. Wherever I go, she come with me because, like, I know I'm going to take it hard. Like, I I legit, when she get, like, in school and middle school or high school and she have her own friends and she don't want to hang out with me anymore, I will cry. Yeah. <laughs> I will
0: cry. And that is, isn't that a wild thing to think about? You spend so, because we all went through it, right? We hung out with our parents. And then once you get to that age, you don't want to hang out with your parents. Then it comes back around where you like hanging out with your parents when you get a certain age. But that goes yeah. through my mind, too. As you were saying, it's like, that's your, you hang out with them. Since the day they came out the womb, you're with them almost every day, barring you had to go to work or travel or whatever. And then I always say, too, you never know the last day you get to hold your kid until they don't what? want to be held anymore. Like you said, even though they're heavy, you're like, well, dang, all it takes is the next day they don't want to be held anymore. I'm not carrying them. You don't yeah. really know that last day. So you try to remember that on those days you're tired. On those days they, they want to be picked up 17 times, you're like, Yo, you got legs too, you can walk, I just bought you shoes, come on, let's get it going. And so, yeah, it's, it's a constant reminder to try to like, okay, you know, they're not going to be babies for so long, and you'll look back at it and be like, damn, okay, Now nah, I'm with you on that, that's, that's good stuff.
3: And then Jay, you got to ask yourself this, when the time where you wanted to stop hanging with your parents anymore, you got to ask yourself, what caused that? What made you not want to hang with them anymore? Yeah. And so I, I think deep about this like on a daily basis when I have like this alone time. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm driving from work, I'll turn off the radio and I'll just think like, How can I help somebody? How can I be a better parent? Yeah. Um, how can I make her love me more or something like that? Um and when I think about that question that I just asked you, what made me stop wanting to talk to my my parent? And one of the things that came up to mind was when She'll say, "Stop, you know, uh, stay out of grown folks' business" or something like that. Mm -hmm. So then it stopped making me want to ask questions. Or it's like, "Well, if you don't want to tell me anything, I'm not going to tell you anything." Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So you know,
0: I think to answer yours, what I think I was just probably just being an asshole. You know, a teenage boy (laughs) asshole at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know. It, it probably yourself. was just yeah. It was probably yeah. just me. You know what it was? I can't I mean, you know, your parents are old and they do stuff. I don't think I mean I'm sure my parents at one point were like, Hey, you know, this is something you can't you know, you don't really need to know about. I don't have an instance on that set, but I think I was just probably I look back on it and so many things, like you cringe on like, Why did I act like that? But then you go, God, I was sixteen, I was just a sixteen year old horny asshole and you just treated you know, like, I shouldn't treat people that way or whatever said that. But that is a <laughs> good you- good reminder of when they start getting older.
3: Yeah, like when I'm dropping my, my kid off, they're, they're at daycare, right? And you'll see all the other kids. They always look at you parent like you're an alien or something <laughs> like that. What are you doing my house? I'm like, I'm dropping my kid off, yeah. right? When I see other parents drop them off, they'll drop them off and say, okay, have a good day. Make sure that you listen. Dude, I'll be the silliest parent. Every day, and the kids are looking at me like, man, I wish he was my daddy. And that's my goal every time. I want the other kids to be jealous of my kid. I'm like, damn, your daddy's cool. So before I put them down, I'll spin them around, right? And yeah. I'll do with a handshake. And i am like, if they just leave or whatever, when I do, i am like, yo, give me some love. Come on. I'll do something <laughs> like that.
0: No, that's good. And, that's the, and I think that's the small stuff that they'll remember and carry with them as they get older. And then even continue it to when they have kids. On something Like, remember my dad did this when we dropped them off. And then there's something, you know, all the way up to their wedding day. You may do the handshake as you walk them down the aisle or whatever right. it is. You know, that's that cool stuff. I know yeah. you don't want to hear that right now because they're still four and two. But, you know.
1: Right, right. <laughs> and, and, I'm, I'm, and, and because he's a deputy U.S. marshal, is he going to be like Mike Lowry from... <laughs> You know, I, I feel like you're gonna have a Mike Lowry look like when they when the first kid come to take your daughter to prom and you like, yo, so what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, I'm always thinking. I already told you, so I already have a plan and process. Who's want to be at the house. Where am I gonna meet the person at? Remember, uh, I know a lot of the interns and my co-interns are now police officers in the area now, <laughs> or they're like with Secret Service, uh, work for DIA. In um, with the U.S. Marshals, so I have a lot of people that's out. You know what I mean? So I already have a plan. They already know what's up. Like, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. because these kids, they be sixteen, they be like six three, six four. Yeah, dude. Doing... Uh,
2: yeah,
3: I ain't six foot, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a backup plan. <laughs> exactly. I got a backup plan. <laughs> All, right.
0: Yep. All right, so let's get to Jeeves. Are you good? Let's do it. All right, so the uh, Warehouse Distillery Wine on the Bridge Notebook. Chaz, I sent you questions from our notebook. You pick one out. You ask it. We'll all answer it. While you're doing that, I don't really, like I said, I don't have too many housekeeping things. All the fantasy contests are paused right now because we're on hold. And, yeah, just go subscribe to all our stuff.
3: What, what's the biggest lie you ever told your ex?
0: Ooh, that's a good one.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, mine would probably have to be like where you were at a certain point, right? Like, nah, I, was, I wasn't I was where I thought, where you think I was. I was somewhere else. I can't think of a, a specific one. But that, something along those lines. Jeeves, you got one. Oh, can I change it? I mean, you can ask another one what, once what we. you got? Yeah, you know, we we will we, we'll answer this one, then you can ask another one.
3: Okay, I'm excited. My bad. All
0: right.
2: I, 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 was, <laughs> I was sort of on the same lines as you, like okay. saying that you were here, but you were really like hang with hang with hang with the fellas, or like say like when you were back in college. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna chill at the dorm, do homework and shit. But you were really hanging with the fellas and she was out somewhere else or whatever, you know, or not even at school, but just hanging with like the fellas and saying that you
1: were somewhere else. That's where I was at. Yeah, that's 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 similar to me, too, because, like, I remember I told her ex like I was. I think I told her like I was at the gym but what I wasn't at the gym, like I had a chick over, so. <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, so that bought me about three or four hours to kind of chill, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm showering and this and that. But I, I definitely hit her with the arm oh, at the gym because at that time I was hooping, you know, these years ago before I tore my Achilles. So I was hooping and, you know, yeah, that was it.
0: And see, that's 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 the, the, the wild thing is like the generation we grew up in is like the phones now track everything. So like. If you told your girl you was doing something, you better not tweet, check in, yes. Facebook, or even yeah, hope you get sure caught, in, in, caught in the background of a photo of somebody else you don't even know. But they yeah. may know. Like If you said, oh, no, I'm staying in and studying, but then you went to the club, and then all of a sudden the club promoter posts all the photos of the dance floor, and you happen to be out in the middle, and it's like, oh... Right there. Yeah, 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 You know, back in the day, they didn't publish those photos to, like, the newspaper so you could have some time to come up with something. Now it's an instant. <laughs> they post them that night as soon as the club closed or that next morning, yeah, early in the morning, or people are posting Instagram, you know, even texting the girl right at the moment. So yeah. it, it, it was a – okay. but, but even with that,
3: it's even worse now because before you can say I'm at my homeboy's house even though you're with a girl. Yeah. Now these young kids just FaceTime you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yes? Yeah, and if you don't pick up the Facetime, then you already yeah. in trouble. <laughs> if you don't pick up Facetime, <laughs> if you pick up the Facetime and you're at the other girl's house, they gonna know the wall color already. They know if, if there's some kind of photo behind you that ain't they, one of your homeboys. They know you the can't even Go
1: outside to answer the Facetime because they gonna know how your apartment or your house looks yeah. outside. So yep. it's like, wait a minute, yep. um, you ain't got palm trees in no background. Where you at? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you <know?
3: laughs> yeah.
0: What was yours then, Chaz?
3: um honestly it's like i've been together with stephanie for so long and the last relationship was that the one with the girl tried to kill her (laughs) so i really i I was trying to think of it when y'all was talking but even with the ex i i was honest with her like i broke up with her at a restaurant and i told her what was going on yeah um i i guess and i didn't even lie about it i mean i told her the whole truth but yeah i've been together with stephanie i you know, I, I was you know joking with Stephanie, you know our relationship, but I honestly like love her like a lot. Like even when we wasn't together, like I was when they people say, "Hey, I took her face and put it on this girl's body," like I know what it feels like. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so th- this one, what I want to know is worst Tinder date.
0: See now you speak Ooh, on I got uh,
3: one.
0: yeah you speak on how long you've been with Stephanie I've been with my wife now since golly it's almost ten years total so Tinder wasn't even really a thing when I met her I met her at a fraternity house party so I never even been on Tinder
3: so you can change out Tinder and just say works date though
0: okay I'll let Duvall go because I know he already got one cookie <laughs>
1: yeah so this was oh man man this was. I remember I had first got on Tinder and uh, I'll be honest with you, it was the worst thing because like you you ever like get to a spot, whether it's a date, tender, whatever it is, you go and you just got a feeling like, yeah, this shit ain't gonna work out. <laughs> but the problem is, is you five minutes into it yeah. and you like, I can't leave five minutes in. I need at least forty-five minutes to an hour. So I met a chick at Starbucks. <laughs> I'll never forget, pay for the I got a green tea. She got some type of iced coffee, shit, whatever you get from Starbucks. I don't even, I don't even eat at Starbucks. I don't even drink at Starbucks. <laughs> so I knew it was hell because I was at Starbucks. <laughs> we sitting outside, and like, we, it was probably five minutes into the conversation. I was like, yeah, this shit ain't gonna work. So I was just trying to like come up with conversation. And I was like, yeah, so where are you from? And you know, trying to get, I'm like, wait, oh, I'm from here. Typically the responsibility, oh so where are you from? She ain't say shit. She's like, I'm from here. So you just not gonna ask me where I'm from. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, You're pretty tall, so did you do you like sports? No. You're not gonna ask me if I like sports? Um. You know, like it was it was so <laughs> like dry. Like it was the driest shit. It was desert dry. I was like, Yeah, I gotta get the hell up out of here. So like once I finished my drink, I was like, Yeah, well, you know what, I gotta run. But it was nice meeting you. But it was the worst one. Ain't nothing worse than a dry date. And it was, still, oh, this was desert shit. Like, hours desert shit. Sorry. <laughs> but
3: do you think that she wasn't responding because she wasn't interested in you, or she was just dry? You To be honest with you, it could have been that, too. It could have been. And that's fine.
1: Like, I, I'm not mad at that. But, like, we talked on the phone multiple times before we even went on a date. And I was like, okay, this is gonna be cool. We faced with might have been FaceTime, I don't remember. We talked on the phone. So I felt like it was gonna be at least a at least I'd have been good for an hour. So she, she wasn't quiet no. over the phone. Oh, it was she wasn't that dry over the phone. And huh. how
3: did she look She was all right. She was a wow. strong six. <laughs> you must have been feeling it, because if yeah. you knew she was yeah. but see, this this is why this is
1: why I, I was like, oh, cause she was tall, she was six foot, not I'm six, six one. So I was like, oh shit, she's an Amazon type shit. So I was like, oh, what <laughs> you know, but man, oh. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what she's doing now, but yeah, this it was
0: it was bad. See, I I wonder now you got me curious of in like why did she change from the phone where y'all was chatting to then like closing up at the Starbucks? Because that what I was I don't, was just I don't know,
1: man. Cause she she even recommended Starbucks, because I was actually gonna take her like to eat. But she was like, Oh, let's, I was like, okay. But I was like, oh, oh well. Now, granted, like I said, that was just a terrible one. I've got a lot of terrible ones, so I, that's just one of the few. Like it's been some. I was like, man, hell no. And I ain't never talked to them ever again, man. It, it's, it's, hey, it's been some rough ones. <laughs> and, a, and, and you know, I'm sorry, I'm on a rant because this feels personal. This is a attack shit. Sure. But like, when you do shit and they don't appreciate the shit that you do, <laughs> oh, fuck them. <laughs> My bad. Somebody else talk. <laughs> Somebody else talk. Jeez. I reckon I know, since I'm the only other single guy here, uh,
2: so Jacob knows this one pretty well because he actually set this Tinder date up for uh-huh. the first time. Um, so me and Jacob used to live together and we always used to party. And then he's like, "Why don't you just hop on Tinder?" So I downloaded Tinder. He set up the whole profile. And then him and Nate were over there. Nate came over, and, like, Jacob set it all up. And, like, I'm the type of person, like, if I'm with if I'm with my friends, I don't like to be bothered. But she kept on texting me, texting me and everything. And she's like, I want to come over. I want to come over. It's like, well, I'm not at the house right now. I'm at a basketball game, so I'll call you. I'll text you when I get back to the basketball game. And so we get back. We're chilling on the porch. And, like, so – I'm ready to go to bed. So is she. And she starts crying. Oh, this is the one that cried. Yeah, Duvall was, oh, Duvall was oh, there
0: too. Duvall was there too. I remember this. Yeah, Duvall was there too. Um, well, That's
1: right. starts crying.
2: And I'm like, what the fuck? What do I do now? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I can't. Con- I, I try to consult her. But I'm like, what the fuck you crying about? And she's I remember like, I remember she was talking about like her grandparents and some shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't going to go down. I can't deal with someone who had just cried, and I'm trying to get some ass. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this can't happen. She's like, okay, I guess I'll go ahead and leave. So she leaves, and Duvall's still there. Everybody's still there. Yeah. I
4: remember
2: that. And like, we stayed for, like another two hours just dogging her. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So you, didn't, you didn't hit it? Huh? You didn't hit it?
1: No, I can't no I can't
0: But geez, I, I thought I this was, see, well, see
1: I would've probably tried to hit just for the sympathy yes, part, but yeah I'm probably being a dick, but yes, I would have just yeah. hit it for the hell of it. But jeez like, this, this be okay. Yeah Yeah, you know, you
0: know. But jeez, this was kinda like you had been on a couple days before and you had smashed a couple times or something, right? Yeah. And this was yeah. like I remember because this is like by the third time they oh, had so been, you had already hit. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I had already, oh, okay, by,
0: okay, by, okay, by okay, like the, fine. this was like by a week later, she's already like inviting him to like family cookouts, they only been dating, yeah, like yeah, talking you, for like a week, and like already, already talking about like marriage and shit, and I was like, yo, Jeeves, this girl, she already, was, you done, you don't hit yeah. once or twice, and she already like bring you to family cookouts, mm-hmm. this is a little wild, and I remember that night, you, was you can't we, bring your best stuff, Jeeves, you should have
1: chilled out, <laughs> bro. you should have <laughs> been some shit, and yeah, yeah, I was like,
2: Yeah, this ain't going to work.
3: You're giving me uh, big girl vibes. Yes. She's a big girl. She was. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Um. I'll go. So the Tinder. Now, the worst one. I never really was one with like terrible dates. You know, I always would make the best of a situation or whatever. And I, I could usually read people pretty well. So if they wasn't feeling it, I wouldn't even go on a date. But the one I do remember that comes to mind, it wasn't terrible, but bad wise. I remember it was fraternity mixer with another sorority, and there was these other girls that were the older girls, and, like, their little was like, oh, you guys are, like, the perfect for each other. Y'all can hang out. Hung out with this girl all night. We did, like, the highlighters party where everybody wears the white shirt, and you get the highlighters, and you can write on it and see it through the black lights. So we have both ended up, like, someone drew, like, the Mike Tyson tattoo on our face to match with the highlighter, you know? I end yep. up. I'm gonna walk her back to her apartment. It's rain. I mean, it's pouring rain. We. It was before Uber and all that stuff. I walk her all the way back. It's raining. We actually walk around the block a little bit just to like talk about life and family and all I mean, that stuff. Rain. Yeah, in the rain. Get some ass yeah, in the rain. and no, then we, I no. take get her all the way back to the spot. I'm thinking, okay, we at least got to get some some kind of action. Nah, we'll catch you later. Door shut. I was like, now nah, I gotta walk all the way back to my spot because I just walked you to your spot. Up at yeah. UV, and I got to walk back to the campus, and it's like 2.33 in the morning, so that one was more of a, you know, bad date, per se, because it turned into, I thought, no, nope. so, and that was did the she, last.
3: Did she call you afterwards or talk Like, we, we
0: would text, and it was one of those things, where, like, we were texting, and it seemed like she was interested, but she never made time. It'd be like, hey, we, you know, look, we're going out this weekend, let's go grab some food, Oh, well, I got to study for this. Oh, I got to study for this. So then I took it as, okay, she's not interested. Like, so many times somebody says no. I'm yeah. At UNCG, it's 70-30 f- uh, females to males. I'm not going to yeah, play yeah, sure. around. And then, like, you know, 10% of them dudes is gay. So I'm not going to play around with you if you don't want to go. I got a whole other fish out here that I can keep, you know, fishing on. So yeah, should. it really was just she just kept, you know, fiddling, faddling around. And I was like, all right, let's keep it moving. Hmm. all right so so here's mine, another good one
3: so i'm in if i was in 11th grade i was in 10th grade and um i used to go to a barbershop every week so my barber you know we had a connection and he was getting married so he's like hey i'm having a bachelor party um we're gonna have some strippers at a hotel like, bro wait a minute Are you in 10th grade you know what? It had to be 11th um, grade because that's when I got my car. You know, okay. before Stephen. So 11th uh, grade. So um, I brought my homeboy with me that I went to school with. And I said, bet this is like my first time even seeing a stripper up close. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> so I'm mad, excited. Uh, do you remember when like people in high school used to put the shirts on the head and then tie it in the back? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 That was sure. that, that period. So, we get to the hotel, they turn the lights off, and then, like, strippers just coming in, and they had one in the back room that was doing whatever, another one dancing on the floor, dollars, and everybody, like, excited for me, because I'm young in yeah. high school, this is, my eyes are wide open, yeah. right? And so, um... I'm all, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So it's all in my face. And I put my finger in her booty hole. It was like, oh, no, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
0: No touch, no <laughs> touch.
3: Right. i no, y'all got to tell me the rules. Yep, <laughs> first, yep. Okay.
0: And
3: so um, after that, uh, I used to thought I was a man. And i always been good at talking to people. So I'm talking to this chick afterwards. And she's smelling good. Like strippers smell good. Like, unless you go yep. to the hood somewhere. Yeah. So <laughs> she ended up, uh, giving me her number so now I'm 11th grade I'm excited <laughs> so I go home you know and then next day I, I, I uh, next night I call and a uh, girl with a beautiful like Puerto Rican accent or something like that I answered the phone she said like, hey this is not whatever the girl's name but I'm so-and-so and I'm like well why do you why do I have your number she's like oh well a lot of times she gives my number out to other people because she doesn't want to give them there. So I'm like, okay, cool. So you know how it is in high school when you talk to any girl at night, when it gets past 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, all those weird ass questions like, do you do anal? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. What do <did> you do? <laughs> right.
3: So I'm always excited. She's like, yeah, um, you know, I do anal, I'll do anything, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm. Excited. So there was like a teacher work day, right? It was like on a Monday. And so I was like, hey, come by the house during this time. My dad be at work, and then you know, we can get a cracking, right? So the whole weekend, I'm excited. I'm telling my boys, I'm telling my cousins, hey, stripper got a number, Puerto Rican chick, and she doing in the butt, blah, blah blah blah, right? <laughs> so uh Monday comes and you know, she's like fifteen minutes late, then forty-five minutes late. She about like an hour late. And she finally shows up. She parks on the street. It's my first time seeing her because there ain't no like pictures over the phone, text message back. Right. There. Yeah. So I go outside. She just steps out of the car, little jean skirt, wrinkle, oh um, halter top. I don't know if it was old white sperm or paint on it. A wig, a fucking dude. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 oh. My heart is going like this right now. Because I'm like, if I say what the fuck or whatever, you know, gay people can fight, they yeah. can throw down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody's home, and I don't want to get beat up and raped by the dude, right? So, like I said, I'm always thinking. So I'm like, I gotta, what the fuck do I do? So as I'm walking, I'm like getting chills in my heart and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And so I was like, okay, let me like lay it off. So I said, oh yeah, give me a hug. And I'm like, oh, she was like, oh. and then she tried to give me tell. Like, oh, so, um, what, what happened? You supposed to be here, you know, an hour ago. Why are you so late? So I, I said, dude, so, um, my dad gonna be home soon. So you gotta go. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta go somewhere else. She's like, where? And I was like, well, it's your fault, right? So I don't know, I'm 16, I'm, I'm not thinking. I'm like, well, just follow me in the car. So I get in my car, cause I just wanna get away from my goddamn house, right? So I'm like, just follow me. So while I'm driving, I'm like calling uh, my cousin, all the people I told that she was coming. I was like, dude, it's a dude. What do I do? And I'm scared, I'm shaking. Everybody just start laughing on the phone. I just <laughs> hang up the phone, right? <laughs> And so I was like, I don't know what else to do. So I was just like, I pulled over and I was by North Met, right? Yep. And I pulled over near North Met. Oh, I texted while I was driving actually, and I said, hey, my mom actually called me. I gotta go straight home. And then she said, well, pull over first. And I was like, okay, not big. So I pulled over to the side of the road and then she stopped and I said, no, 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 no fuck with me, Then I got back on the road and I started uh, uh, driving off. So then she called me and she's like, well, why would you stop? And I said, I, I just got to go. My mom's tripping. She said, oh, well, I'm going to give you a kiss. I was like, thank goodness I didn't stop. Thank you so
0: oh. much.
3: And oh. so, uh, yeah,
0: that's my, my story. Wow. That's, and, that's a twisting and turning one there. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: you, he, he, that must have scarred you from then when you got down there in Georgia. That's why he was just hesitant like, to pull yeah, up on a lot of stuff, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you find your best friend's
3: wife. On Pornhub. She has multiple videos. Best friend does not know. Do you tell them?
0: That's one of Duvall's questions.
3: (laughs) What was it? So so, um, you saw Stephanie on Pornhub. She got a whole bunch of videos. Would you tell me? Yeah.
0: Here's the thing is. We could tell you because you live all the way in D.C. So we ain't really got to worry about you showing up too quick down here.
3: Even though he, even though he can find our info real quick, yes, yeah, so he But I'm like, could. hey, bro, listen,
0: I just want
1: you to know, she got about six
0: videos. Here's the thing: I would worry, like, with you, I know if I if I've probably seen it, your homeboys probably seen it, so they probably gonna let you know. So I'll just let it simmer for a little bit and maybe send it to Duvall and let him do with it, or then he can like, send to else. Like, bro, did you see this? And I'm yeah. be like, no. Well,
3: well take take me out and, and just think of somebody that's like close to y'all, though. Yeah,
0: I mean, here. This is The reason this is so difficult is, like, I've never been in that scenario, but I have been in the scenario where, like, you've seen your homeboy's girl cheating on him, and you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't, right? Because if you tell your homeboy, then it's like, well, why didn't you stop it? Or why didn't no, – hopefully you got a good homeboy, and they're like, oh, man, I appreciate you. But if you wait too long, they're like, why didn't you tell me immediately? Like, you're kind of caught in a bad spot. Then yeah. – if you don't, and then they find out you knew, why didn't you tell me? You should have told me. Like you, we've been boys, we've been this, so it's just like, so with that scenario, depending on how close I am with that person, I mean, I might, I probably would, but if
1: yeah, and see, I would too. And see, first of all, motherfuckers crazy
0: now. Like
1: they be on some other shit, but see. I know Chaz, but it's like if, if I reached out to him and I'm like, bro, I just want you to know this shit. he's gonna be like, the ball don't reach out to me on some random shit. So clearly, I gotta really look into this shit. I'm not gonna, you know, and I'll tell him, hey, listen, this ain't no bullshit. This is it. This is it. I know Stephanie since we were fucking small as shit. Boom. But like, I, I I'm with you, Jacob. Like it's yeah. it is a slippery slope, but it's like, nah, I'm just gonna just go and let you know, bro. Listen. However you handle this, how you handle it, but I just want you to know that this was going on. Yeah, I'm on I'm on
2: that same boat. I'm I'm also on the same boat. as like what Jacob said, "You damn if you do, you damn if you don't." So like like if you, if you if you're real close to him, then you got you got to say something. But if you ain't like real close to him, like or, or if you ain't hung out with him in like five six years, then you kind of like. I would kind of like let it let it, let it it simmer for a little bit. And maybe someone else that has stepped in and said, oh, that hangs out with him like every weekend or has hung out with him sooner than you have, let them tell them.
1: But, but to add to it, but like if, if, if it was a situation where I had to let Chad know, I would have the evidence. I'd be like, bro, look, look yeah. I just want you to know, here you go. Do what you want to do, like, cause I don't want to beat the motherfucker to saying it, and then like I don't have no background
0: to, it. yeah, yeah. You know? yeah so yeah. like at least you, gotta if you gotta have
1: say, hey man, listen, say something. I don't care how you do it, but I just want you to know that this is what's going on. Yeah.
3: yeah I I ain't you got know. Know. If, if you let, if you showed me, if you had your phone and then you showed it to me, I don't want it to be an hour into the video. I'm like, yo, why were you watching it for this long? <laughs> 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 oh, <God. laughs> like, wait a minute, hold up. I'm three seconds in. Oh,
4: this
0: step. Here you go, bro. Here you yeah. go, bro. No, 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 I, I, I had to make sure. My yeah. You yeah. Be baby, like, oh, man, that, this, that, No, 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 no. This is. That, that back work you really been doing is showing off right there, man. Your back getting a lot bigger there. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. think it, it just depends on like where I'm at. But, like I said, if it's my real good homeboy and I feel like they can handle it, I send it to them. But let's just say if I have like maybe because some of that if it's blurry. Like, say it's one of Duvall's closer friends. I'd be like, yo, have you seen this? And send it to him and let him be, right. the, be the the bearer and of news. To me, it yeah. all depends on how close I am. Like, Ch- Chaz, I probably wouldn't send you anything because I feel like someone else would probably already send it. Or I'd send it to Duvall or something. But, you know.
3: So so what I would do, I would have, you know, I know a lot of people. Everybody, you have friends, right? Yeah. So, so I would have, I would send it to my boy and say, hey, send it to this number, right? And I would say just send it to that person because they, the person like like if Duvall so I had somebody send it to you you're gonna be like who the fuck is this that's, right yeah I would just say, when Duvall texts you just don't text back because at least you got the video
0: yeah that's true because yeah. the truth of the matter is typically your
3: homeboy especially if they're in love the girl gonna do whatever they want they're gonna end up getting back together anyway yep
0: yeah
3: but well, I just want you to have the information you don't need to come from
0: it yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now and, that, and then that's like you said, when they do get back together, they know it was you, then it's the awkward like, well, I wasn't trying to break y'all up, I was just trying to do the right thing, and then you get, like you said, yeah, you, you're right. in a rock yeah. in a hard place. I've been in that, right. and you, it's really, there's no like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't.
3: Right, because if the girl don't like you, or she feel like you, you're the cause, then when you say, hey, I'm going go to hang, no, you're not going over there, yeah and then that's how, you know, that happens.
0: So then we just start, as Duvall say, no face, no case. I didn't see nothing. I just deny, deny, deny. <laughs> hey, I ain't no never seen nothing. Yeah. I don't I just keep it. Nope. It, I didn't see anything. So y'all deal with that yourself.
3: Would you rather be the world's best dancer, the world's best choreographer?
0: I'd say I mean they both would make good money, but I think choreographed you can take that across all the different genres and make big money
2: yeah that, that's that's where i was looking at it too
1: being the choreographer of the dance yeah, and, and it's more so behind the scenes i don't need to be the motherfucker that's like actually doing the dance but if i did everything <laughs> to make you put in a position of what you're doing cool but yeah, yeah. I, i'm probably with you on that
3: yeah, I was going to say things like that. I wouldn't be the world's best choreographer because if you're the world's best choreographer, that means you're the world's best dancer, right? Because you're teaching the move,
0: right? I think you'd probably be good. I mean, I think you'd be good. I don't know if you'd be the best dancer, but I think you'd definitely...
1: Because yeah, you might not be able to pull it off, yeah. but if you know somebody that's a dancer that can pull it off, yeah. You know, and you know that it's good for this particular part, then yeah. just by all means do it. Because my thing is, if someone did pick the
3: world's dancer... That means they like impressing people and showing off, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to the typical club, even if you're a choreographer, you're going to be the best dancer in the club.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Are you ready? All right. You got one more. Then we probably got to wrap it up after an hour and a half here.
3: <laughs> All right. Um, what year of college would you choose to relive? And what about it that you would redo
0: this one, we, we've we kind of come full circle on some of this, talking about getting ladies and stuff. I would say it would be my sophomore year because that was I just I the semester before. At the end of freshman, I finished pledging my fraternity. So then coming on sophomore year, I had the letters on. And Chaz, you spoke about being an RA and girls thinking in power, oh, you can get them a room. When you showed up to a fraternity party at your fraternity house with those raised letters on – it was like, I mean, especially the freshman ladies. I mean, it was a pick of the litter. It was, it was just unreal the amount of options that I had for a certain amount of time. But then you have to start whittling down because you, you really, if you if you got five of them lined up, that's only so long you can play with five before all five are gonna say, "Fuck you," and then spread everything about how you've been fucking with five people for this long. Yeah. So it was. Fun. I like.
3: I like how you trying to show that you're still a true gentleman because you said, <laughs> when you got five ladies, when you say, I got five different hoes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that would be, I mean, I'm thinking about that time just being like, you're still young enough now. You know, I wasn't old enough, you know, to buy booze and stuff, but I knew the people that could get it. And just, you didn't have too much responsibility. Classes weren't too hard yet. You didn't have to solely focus on all your studies That sophomore year was a good one. It was just a lot of fun. So that would be the reason why. Not that the other years weren't, but that would be the one that I would relive again. It was a good time.
1: Mm. Oh, I would say probably my my sophomore year because that was the first year I moved off campus. Now granted, my freshman year was really good, uh, but my sophomore year, it was something about being off campus and you telling chicks oh i got an apartment off campus so when you night 18 19 years old staying off campus they're like oh we come to your spot and you got your own room you got all that kind of stuff it was just a different different level of what Chad's like to say hoes like it was a different level of hoes <laughs> so you got to think about not only could you attack freshmen there were some sophomores that still stayed on campus there were juniors that stayed off campus that may have stayed in your apartment complex, seniors, whatever it was, and still sophomores that moved off campus. And then I stayed close enough to campus to where I still walked the class. And then I was still able to still be in the cab because I still would go to the cab too. But then they'd be like, Oh, where you stayed? And then I would tell them where I stayed. And because of that, it, I still had that, that plethora, you know, and then my apartment, like the, the, I was on the third floor My neighbors, it was two chicks. Across was two chicks. Then across from there was two chicks. So it was like, I was straight. Yeah. Uh, Some
3: you
2: was love. I didn't go to a traditional, I didn't go to a university. I went to CP down here. But I would say, like, what year were you president, Jake?
0: That was my junior and senior year. mm
2: Mm-hmm. So I would would say like Jake's like sophomore because I was starting to go up there with uh, our buddy. But then when he really became president of KDR, that was the fun time because you just got to go up there. And I mean, I did. And I just got to go to the parties and then just drink and kind of like for a weekend, kind of like live like a college student for a weekend, like every other month than when, when we would go up there. So I I would I would say like the junior his junior year would be would be well, I would I would like to relive again.
0: <laughs> but Yeah, you got me all nostalgic up here now going through all these different things. I try to keep in the back cellar and try to enjoy my <laughs> now, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I would say for me, honestly, there's not much I would change. Like I didn't go to any clubs, I didn't do parties and stuff like that. Because if I if I go back right now and say, hey, I would be more sociable, I would go, like, even a homecoming. I didn't even go out to the clubs or anything. I think the only homecoming thing, I went to two concerts and uh, and two comedy shows or something like that. But I was always focused, and I think me staying focused got me to get that internship and stuff like that and uh, put me where I'm in position where I am now. So the only thing I would probably change if I had to change something, I would say just more confidence, talking to the hoes. Yeah. So um, that way I can have more accounts and get more experience instead of wondering, like, um, what the coochie might have felt like. <laughs> you know
0: <what> I mean? <laughs> Don't well, worry. Like- me Me and Duvall got that cover for you, man. We had enough fun <laughs> oh, hey, for listen, you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chaz, man, I appreciate it, man. It's been a good time. It's been funny. Good, good to get to know you, so.
3: Likewise. Likewise, definitely.
0: We'll definitely have you back on a more uh, – we don't have to talk about your job the whole time. We can just go through the notebook and just share funny yes. stories and all that. Talk about stuff. Yeah. Talk <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate right. getting the other side of the Stephanie uh, come back together since she gave us more of, like, the female side. Now we got the real down and dirty with it.
3: You know what? I think um, if we reunite again, what would make it even better is having me and Stephanie here
0: at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can do yeah. that. We can yeah, definitely she, do that.
3: She got a lot to say too. Like I'm kind of like her uh, inspiration to take it to the next level. Okay. And when she's by herself, she keeps it moderate. But when she got me, she's like, "Oh, I, okay, I'm gonna act ignorant too." So let me tell you. <laughs> there we go. That's
0: what I like. I like that. I like it when we get a little, little wild out here on the pod. So it's good. Yeah. Well, where can people find you on social media if you want to be found?
3: All right. So I'm on IG. That'll be Chaz underscore two
0: zero
3: underscore. Okay. No. If it's not zero, it might be O. Oh, I, I, I forgot.
0: Okay. No Twitter? Yeah. No Twitter. Okay. No worries. And
3: then, and then Facebook, you know, I, my mom and grandma's
0: on there. So just. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Jeeves, Duvall, I appreciate y'all stopping by as well. And uh, Jeeves, man. All right. Chat, any final thoughts, Chaz, before we head out? Uh, no, nah, man.
3: Just, Thank you. I do want to join again. And uh, y'all doing... I, I like this podcast, man. Y'all need to keep it up. And y'all got a good connection. And y'all feed off each other very well. Um, very fluid, too. Because, you know, I tried this before. And I was like, okay, this shit not going to work. Sometimes you <laughs> get a guest yeah. that, you know, just don't provide your information. You got to pull people yep. out. So I know... Yeah. Pull information out. So I know how that feels. So. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah no, nah, you, you were good with the flow. And it does. It's one of those... Every everyone's kind of different. It's good to have somebody like you that can just kind of off the cuff go with it and, and splash in a little comedy as well. So it's definitely a yeah. good one, yeah. and all that. So appreciate you and Jeeves, man. How do we end it?
1: Peace. Peace.
4: The little it over now The little it over now The little over now